Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial. Essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and featured titan for today, Paul Goldenbogen. Paul, thanks so much for taking the time. Really appreciate you being on the show. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, this is great. And there's so many people in anticipation to just kind of get to know you a little bit better. Obviously, your reputation precedes itself, Paul. You've done so much for the community as a man, as a real estate professional. So I know a lot of people are really excited about this one. So um, let's dive into, I guess, a series of questions for it. So tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm, um, I'm not a native. I'm from Michigan originally. Got out here in the early 80s. Okay. Um, Started to work for Ken Rayons and worked there for six years and then kind of started my own company, Heritage Realty, and did that for 22 years and uh, and then came to KW. So wow. I've been a managing broker all, most of that time. Okay. Now into that, so obviously from, from Michigan to here, uh, what got you into the business in the first place, Paul? What was the spark or the thought? Um, I was in a dead-end job and I would... I was a production manager at uh, Campbell Advertising, and I had gone as far as I could go, and I wanted to do something different. I had a cousin that just started in the real estate, and he was doing okay, and and I thought to myself, well, if he could do it, I could do it. Okay. <laughs> there you go. That's great. Thank you, cousin. That was great. <laughs> yep, and he's still in the business today, and so, and so uh, once I got started, I got involved in all the things at the Board of Realtors, you saw my resume, I was mm -hmm. chairman of the board, president, a lot of stuff with the Colorado Association of Realtors. I did all of that so that I could learn to be the best broker I could be, Love it. You know, all the stuff with the Real Estate Commission, things like that. And, um, and so I, I hung around a lot of really smart people and I soaked up some of that. It's beautiful. I, I think that, um, you know, discussing that portion of surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals, uh, professionals that are pushing us, that are motivating us to, to higher levels, that's fundamental for top producers in business uh, across the board, not just real estate. It is. So, it is. It uh, is. Um, you know, serving on the Forms, commission, uh, Forms Committee of the Real Estate Commission, and I was in a room with 17 people that were all smarter than me. Wow. And, and you know, uh, real estate attorneys, uh, Arizona emissions attorneys, uh, all kinds of brokers um, really picked up a lot of stuff. And that's a big statement to say, and, and the humility, hopefully you guys are feeling this uh, through this episode, but it, it's, it's wonderful for you to, to look at it that way, Paul. It's just because your knowledge and the basis that you've, you've built and developed in this, this career thus far is fantastic. So obviously all the information that you've soaked up in the prior years into this, you're giving back to the community with your knowledge that you've learned. So that I love that. And anybody who has worked with this man understands that. There's there's a lot going on here, Paul. So I'm super excited to let everybody else know. So let's go into the next question because I think this is extremely compelling just for people to get to know you deeper is what's your why, Paul? I mean, what motivates you to do what you do to the level that you do it at? Essentially gets you out of bed in the morning. Well, I guess I am humble in a way, and I thought if I'm going to be a broker, I, I'm going to really have to hang out with some people that really know their stuff so that when people come and ask me questions, I either know the answer or I know where to go to get it. And, and um, so I prided myself on that. You know, 
and I spent a lot of time uh, again in committees and boards with people who are smarter than me that that are giants in the real estate business and so I soaked up a lot of stuff and and then I tried to apply that when I was the employee broker and the team leader here and I've done probably a hundred uh, cases where I was an expert witness for people that were sued and things wow. like that and so I do all of that so that I can learn to be the best broker I can be. Mm -hmm. I, mostly I coach. Which is fantastic, right? And, and then extending not only the knowledge that you've learned, but really improving the overall basis of the industry. Uh, so I, I absolutely love that. But uh, again, kind of segueing back into it, what, what is your why, Paul? I mean, what really drives you to that? I mean, obviously just soak it up, but why do you do what you do? Well, when I was younger, I always wanted to do something more, you know, mm -hmm. at the next level. And, and I'm, I'm kind of a sucker for a challenge. Okay. And, and so I did a lot of that stuff. Um, right now, what my why is, is, is heaven. Hmm. I'm in the mood. I, I really like what I do. Sure. And um, I, I get calls from brokers that have been in business for some time. They ask me a question, and I'm thinking, wow, you know, I'm, I'm surprised this person is asking me this question. Hmm. But they, they traveled in a different realm than me. Right. And, and I know the answer to that, and it's kind of simple. And for them, um, it's not something that they see every day. Hmm. And they just want to get my take on it. And so I, I had a, an agent that runs her own company, asked me how to solve a problem. So somebody didn't want to close this morning. He called me up. And I said, well, it's time to talk about loss of earnest money. Huh. You know, and do they, want to, do, they, do they want to chance that? Sure. So sometimes it boils down to... The facts are the facts. Mm -hmm. You know, the first thing you do is always read the contract, see what it says. Right. And then everything spins off of that. I, I love that. I mean, it's just that the passion comes through to you, and, and all this time you've been doing it, it's still there. And that's, what, that's what's so beautiful about real professionals is the passion's there to not just make the impact in the community of what you're doing, but then continually educate those people. So I, a part of your why, I love that. I mean, pulling it out is just really helping the people around you giving back to the industry that's giving you so much. So I, I think that's fantastic. Really. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's fun and it's you know, it's kind of a feather in my cap when people call me up and ask me a question. Sure. And and so I, I pride myself on knowing where the answer is and, and helping them out. I love it. All right, everybody. So just so you know, Paul's information is going to be listed below. So hopefully your uh, phone doesn't explode after this uh, this episode here, Paul. So uh, let's go into the next question. I think this is a, this is really good stuff for the newer or seasoned professionals that are watching or listening to this right now. Um, if you could look back at your business thus far and in levels of success, uh, a few things that you added to your business that took it from one level to the next. What does that look like for you, Paul? Well, when I had my own company, um, I was kind of stagnant. You know, I, I, I hung out with people at the Real Estate Commission and, and the Board of Realtors and places like that, um, but I was kind of like a lone ranger at the top okay. uh, of my independent office kind of thing. And um, uh, when, when I finally came to Keller Williams, I had all of this resource from all of these other people doing very similar things that share all of this. And that's who I am, somebody who shares whatever I know with anybody that asks. Wow, I love that. I, I think that when you're talking about um, that giving nature and, and really looking at it that way, um, adding that value in what's taken the business, 
you, you talked about surrounding yourself with those people, and I think that it, it, earlier on in this episode, I think that that's a beautiful way for you to learn and to grow your business. So that has been passed on. So essentially what you're saying is what you've learned is what you're feeding back to everybody, which I think is fantastic. Right. It really, really and is. And I learn things, new things every day. Um, that, it's, it's, and I, some of the things I learned, I learned from brand new people. You never know, right? Exactly I mean, right. whether you're seasoned or you're brand new, I think that there's... Uh, perspective to be taken from so many young old male female um, again new and seasoned there's something that everybody can bring to the table but you have to be uh, receptive to that knowledge you have to be uh, constantly looking for that and humble enough to say you know what I don't know it all and I want to learn and you're never done learning right no you're never done so I, yeah. I think that's great. So that, there's a lot of good takeaways for everybody. I think really just surround yourself with great people. And as much as you get from others, try to give back. I think that that's a really, really good note, Paul. Um, well, it makes you better at it. Good point. Good point. I, I think that you're looking at it from the standpoint of there's so many people out there that really have a lot to learn and a lot to grow. And, and it's practice. That's right. Sure. And, and we're in a cooperative uh, industry. We help each other. And um, uh, yeah, yeah, that part of it should always be there. I love it. All right, everybody. You heard it here first from Paul, so this is great. So let's go into the next question, and this is the tricky one when it comes to this series is the challenge question. So um, as we kind of discussed earlier, everybody deals with challenges, whether it's in the past, now, or into the future. But it's not so much what happens, but how we respond that really makes the difference. So, Paul, if you're comfortable with sharing a challenge that you dealt with in your life that you, you really overcame, became a stronger man because of it. What does that look like for you? Well, I'm, um, I started out with uh, four brothers, and I'm the middle guy. Okay. And, um, and I'm kind of one of the timid ones. Uh, I had a couple of younger brothers that were wild and crazy. And, okay. <laughs> and when I was 13 years old, I had a paper out, and, I, and we lived on a lake. Okay. And I came home from school one day, and, and uh, I didn't know how to swim. And my two younger brothers were swimming. Okay. Well, uh, I was either going to learn to swim that day or drown. Oh, wow. And so I just went down to the dock and jumped in. And I was either going to swim or not. It was a challenge. My younger wow. brothers were swimming, and here I was. So I kind of picked up on that. And, and then I lost my dad when I was 14. And my mother taught us to be reliant and to look ahead and see what's coming on the horizon and be prepared for it. And so I've always done that um, almost automatically. Okay. Do you, so do you feel, is there a certain sense of where that comes from though, Paul? I mean, why specifically you've just kind of been that way? Yeah, it's, uh, it's not an acquired talent. Okay. It's just how I was taught and grew up. Okay. And I think that there's, I mean, thanks for sharing, because that's not easy to do when you're talking about loss of family members, things along those lines, and, and really growing up, um, you know, with different brothers. I think that that's uh, positive and negative. We learn and grow together, and there's a, we're always challenged. I'm the youngest of four boys, so the, the middle brother, Sean, shout out to Sean if you're watching this, um, you know, it's definitely an interesting dynamic from oldest to youngest and everybody's perspective, but I think that... Um, it's wonderful to have that support, and I truly believe family is everything. It is. Um, for, for you to, to share a, a loss of your father, um, there's a lot of professionals that are watching this that completely understand, whether it's a father, a mother, a, a brother, a sister, a spouse. Um, you know, that's really got to be one of the hardest things that you can deal with is a family loss, but um, looking at it from a positive note, 
things that are negative in that nature never never stop you, Paul. I mean, you accomplished so much in your life thus far, even with challenges that you dealt with, and hopefully everybody takes that away, is no matter what we're dealing with, you can press on and you can keep moving forward. And not to say that it doesn't matter and it doesn't exist, it does, but just don't let it stop you. Right. So. You know, you, you might be bummed out for a day and the next day's totally different and now it's something new to get going after and just go after it. I love it. I love it. This is great. This is good stuff. So let's go into a slightly softer question, if that's all right, Paul. Sure. So get, get that out of the way. Um, this is actually one of my favorite questions. So if you could go back in time and give your younger self a piece of advice or two, what would you say to younger Paul? Well, remember I said I started out kind of timid, mm -hmm. and I've always been a little bit that way, kind of, kind of cautious. So I would tell myself to go and make all the same decisions I made, I'll just do them a lot sooner. Okay. Because they've, they've you know, uh, anybody can make a decision. Sure. And once you've made that decision, just make it right. Just make it work. Wow. Whatever that is. Uh, but, but be decisive. Make a decision. Okay. And, then, and, and then as you're working on it, adjust it, change it, move it forward. Don't, don't worry about having it perfect to start out with. Mm -hmm. Nothing is. Uh, everything, every growth pattern is messy. It's got it bumps at the corners and it's got, you know, parts that aren't as good as they could be, but growth is that way. Once it gets all the worst thing you can possibly do is set a goal and hit it and then just sit there. Hmm. I've spent some time doing that. Okay. And I'm assuming that you've seen a lot of other successful professionals hit that same situation too, right, Paul? Well, it, if that's what they want, that's okay. But if it's not what you want, and you don't know what you want, figure out what you want and go and do something. I, I love that. I think that, you know, hitting different plateaus and setting goals, that's one thing. But moving forward, it's that analogy, the comfort zone, nothing grows in that. So you have to keep moving forward. Um, I really loved what you said. Uh, bringing it up that it, that growth or that success is messy and, and I think that that's really really wonderful for a lot of people to take there There's no perfect path that you're gonna get cuts and bruises and and correct me if I'm wrong Paul But there's a ton of failure with success always You know, um, you know one of my mentors Gary Keller nobody nobody failed more than he did There you go. Yeah I think that that's something for a lot of people to take away, and, and a lot of us, and especially in the in the, the top producer category or the titan category, as I like to call it, um, there is a high level of success into that. But um, a lot of people they, they focus on the end result. Oh, look at look at what Paul's done, and look at how much he's accomplished. Not really understanding how long and what it really took for you to get to the notes that you got to. Right. Well. Whenever you're planning something, you have to set milestones, and you have to, okay, here's your ultimate goal. Okay, you have to hit this plateau and then that plateau, and uh, it's it's a path you're on. It's not a goal to achieve, and and as you get cl closer to that to that milestone or that goal you set, now it's time for you to set another one, based on what you've learned moving forward. That's great, and it's a habit. Habit is the strongest force in the universe. Wow, this is, this is great. The nuggets out of this fall are fantastic. Hopefully everybody is taking notes on this. Um, that is great advice, not just for young Paul, but for everybody else that's watching, myself included. So thank you so much for sharing um, you know, that particularly. So uh, this has been really, really fantastic as far as the information. Let's go into the next category, which is the feeding of the mind. 
So a lot of the professionals that are watching this series, they really love to understand what you as titans are feeding your minds, how you're growing, how you're expanding, what you're doing. Um, so Paul, if you could share um, you know, what you're feeding your mind, if it's uh, books you're reading, podcasts you're listening to, or influencers on social media, or coaches, how are you feeding your mind? Well, I like to read books that are um, that stretch your mind, okay. like um, you know, Malcolm Gladwell, Outliers, and okay. um, Tipping Point. Uh, right now, I'm reading a book, and I don't know. There's four authors. It's called What to Do When Machines Do Everything. Interesting. And it's all about the growth of artificial intelligence, hmm. and that's something that our company is spending millions of dollars on right now. Uh, bringing everything in-house, all of our CRMs, everything we do, so that we're all of our information, all of our clients are contained within the company as opposed to being out there shared by everybody. Love it. Yeah, and I think that the, the uh, management and uh, operations and ownership of Keller Williams, they're really progressive. They're always forward thinking and really trying to grow and expand. So I love that. I mean, you, you know me, I'm a tech nerd and right. I, I absolutely love that. And I think that it's always a uh, creation of both. I think that the traditionalism of business, people, skills, and interaction and real relationships is important, but adding the right technology to streamline and increase and boost systems it goes hand in hand. It's a marriage. Yeah. It's a marriage of um, personal relationships and technology. I love it. Okay, so this is good. So a few books inside there. So just every, so everybody knows, as always, I'm going to have those listed in the comments down below so that you can feed your mind the same way that Paul's doing. And again, remember, he's always there to answer questions. So, uh, you know, his contact information will be there too. So again, hopefully we're not blowing you no. up here, Paul. But um, it's what know, I do. This is great. This is great. So uh, thanks again so much for taking the time. This has been chock full of information. So one last question to wrap everything up. Uh, you know, with this particular episode. So, Paul, if you could sum up yourself as a man, as a professional, as a brand, uh, with a quote or a mantra that you live by, what does that look like for Paul Goldenberger? Well, going back to that, um, you know, habit is the strongest force in the universe. Um, when you focus on expands, uh, if you just start learning about something and p keep picking at it, you'll become an expert in it. I, I think that that's, that's true into that facet, and, and I really, really love that quote. It's very strong, and it, and it makes sense to everybody. I think anybody out there who's listening to that, they get it, and um, that, to me, sums you and what you do and, and who you are as a man, Paul, so thank you so much again for taking time. You are an official real estate titan, my friend. Thank you. So thank you so much it's again. Uh, so everybody, thanks again for your time and attention. Really appreciate your love and support. As always, live every Tuesday afternoon and Friday afternoon, a different titan, a different location. We'll catch all of you on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care.